rum and brew with us. <laughs> this is RNGNT with Christine Cookie Solis and Sarah Scott. It's locked with your random sips of life and gaming. This is RNGNT. I'm Christine Solis, aka Cookie, and I'm joined by my co host, Sam Scott. How are you doing, Sam? It's too hot! <laughs> and our producer, Lloyd. Lloyd. Goddamn Zoom. <laughs> I gotta fucking touch. I, I I have to keep your fucking window open so I can unmute because you're a piece of shit program. Zoom, fix your shit. We've had a pandemic. Can you fix it? Oh, I have so much I want to fix on Zoom. It's not even funny. Uh, we talked about this last time. So we can, can you tell us a little bit of dumpster fire right now already? <laughs> so we stream our episodes live here on twitch.tv slash rngnt. Uh, we love for you to join us during our discuss- discussions. Um, sign up to our Twitter notifications because that's where we will let you know when we are on or... Follow us on Twitch and turn on those notifications or check out our Discord because the notifications go off there too. Um, We do read the Twitch chat and comments, so thank you Omega Weltall, Carletta, Heartslot, The Pelican, Omega Weltall, Strife. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, Yeah, just like Pelly says, key tip, close your door when you're taking your dump, that is all. (laughs) That's a story. Okay, that's a story. Okay, that didn't just happen. Okay, got it. Sorta did ish, kinda ish. (laughs) (laughs) So you know how memes are there. We we've been in working from home environment, virtual environment for a little over a year now, and you've seen those memes like, "How did people forget to leave their cameras on and they're doing something embarrassing behind?" Right. Mm -hmm, Mhm. 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 Happened to me today. (laughs) (laughs) It happened to me today. So I let my class out. Hey, go on a stretch break. I left my camera on. I totally forgot. I went to the restroom right there behind me. I leave my door open. Next thing I know, I hear someone yelling from the computer, and one of my assistants is yelling at me. He's like, Hey! I look over it, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and I slam the door shut. So I don't know who saw because when I came back, um, when everyone came back from their break, uh, they were just talking about the weather. So I didn't even <laughs> mention anything about it or apologize because it sounded like nobody saw it except for my assistant. I don't know, I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, so it happened to me. <laughs> oh, my worst nightmare. I have I have a bad story similar to that kind of. It's actually, it's gross but it's related. I we have a puppy as you know, and when she was being trained, we used to, we were doing what's called crate training and what that means is mm-hmm. you have like a pen area with the crate. And the the idea behind it is you keep the dog there like especially overnight so they can use the bathroom safely cuz you have like puppy pads and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and and stuff like that. And the idea is that when they don't go overnight, then they're ready to be house trained. Well, we kind of left Luna probably in the crate a little too long because it was kind of just convenient to put her in there when she was being too much. Right. 
And also when we were working, we didn't really know what to do at that time. So we just would leave her in there and take her out. Well, she liked to do this thing where she would use the bathroom and then she would be upset because, you know, it was close to her and she wanted out. So she would jump and yelp and stuff like that. So I was in a call with a client of mine, a little kid, and I could hear my dog yelping. And I was like, oh no, because in the past, it's like, not like she needs to go. And so I go out there and I immediately pick her up and I'm trying to take her to show my client. And uh, um, then I'm like, yep, this is my client, this is my puppy. And then I take my puppy outside and realized much later, thankfully after the call, that uh, Luna had stepped in her own doo-doo and had gotten it all over my shirt (laughs) when I was carrying her. And yeah, that went also all over my arm. And uh, yeah, that was not a fun session, right? To just sit there <laughs> sitting with it and try to hide it before I could go up and clean it off. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Yowch. That was not good. Yeah. That's I... why everybody needs a fucking VTuber. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that problem. I, I'm literally naked right now, and you wouldn't even know it. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's. I think we're just getting a little bit too comfortable with virtual, yeah. virtual environment that anybody can see anything now. <laughs> FaceTiming people while you're taking a shit, yeah. yeah. Best time Dude, ever. Okay, listen, I work with kids on therapy, too many of them are like, oh, I'm, I'm, they'll like go to the bathroom with me on their video phone. And I'm just like, no, no, <laughs> we can turn that off. You can tell me, wait, Miss Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Oh. Too funny. So those are r- our random updates. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rolling in Stress will be on May 30th. So we do have next weekend for rolling in stress thank goodness they'll be back i'll be there i don't think i'm going out anyways uh i'll be coming home but i was I gonna say your vacation <laughs> right yeah i'll be coming home that luckily we decided to come home sunday not monday <laughs> i will be there i also have monday off so i won't be like yeah 11 o'clock i gotta go <laughs> so i'll be there uh if you guys don't know rolling in stress is our alien tabletop game that we do uh dm by bill dang sarah you really must be hot um, <laughs> and then june or july it says we might have a special guest lloyd what is that about what? um so me and bill have been working in the background uh bill wants to introduce a new kind of system to the game where we have like rolling guests come in and try to kill us oh oh there's aliens coming so. Well, no, it's not always going to be an alien, and mm-hmm. it's it mm-hmm. could be like the fucking swamp monster thing we thought we were fighting, and it was actually just a crazy captain. Could yeah. be like one of those things too. But uh, I think our first guest is going to be Mia from my other D and D campaign. So nice. that'll be a fun couple of episodes with another woman. So that sounds Yay. very fun. I thought you should get a hold of Lloyd and Bill and see if they can take you. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so much fun. All right. So we'll see. I, I Again, me and Sarah don't know what's going on, but we will find out. <laughs> in Boeing I and Stress. Oh, I know nothing. <laughs> um, also, this month it is May. 
uh, I had to look at the calendar because I literally wrote March in one of my reports during work. Um, so we are in May. Um, it is also the anniversary for Top 500 and a remembrance for Wileyam, um, who's always been so gracious with our channel here at RNGNT. And of course, he it will always, always be missed. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lloyd came up with this awesome idea. Lloyd, do you want to talk about this? Just gonna start smoking again, but yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about this. Thank you. Okay, so hashtag top 500 moments. Um, we were talking internally, like, how do we kind of celebrate Wileyum? And I kind of want to go forward, like, celebrating him every time we do the podcast in kind of a way, because, like, without him, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we have, in my opinion. And, like, his birthday was yesterday, because mm-hmm. he was born on May 20th. He did pass away last year in April. And it kind of fucked me up a little bit. But I wanted to start doing these top 500 moments. So these moments are going to be just little highlights that we just talk about. Like, uh, for instance, our first one, Soken. Like, just what happened with Sokin over the concert where he actually, like, confided to all of us all at once that he had cancer and he's been working on Shadowbringers and Endwalker. And it's just a moment in life where it's like he strove to give us the best he could. And I want to highlight those kinds of moments in our podcast. And going forward... Like, these are going to be a list of top 500 moments. And hopefully at the end of the year, we can go through, like, a couple hundred of them if we have that many going forward. Like, we could have entire podcasts. Like, this is just going to be a top 500 month because women did this. We did this. All this happened. It's all good. There's no more Trump bullshit. Cool. Like, that's where I want to go with this. But, like I said, our first moment is going to be soaking and... Like, I don't know about you guys. When I watched that, I fucking cried. Like, I it's cried. the first time I have cried in a long time about something like that. Because, like, granted, I don't love 14 like everybody else does. But I still have a lot of respect for the people like Sokin and Yoshipi at this point for, like, reviving the game together. Fucking being best friends through all of it. And still having the integrity to try their damnedest when they're at their lowest. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to add to this, so I'm gonna go smoke my bowl. Christine, <laughs> your job. Jeez. Yeah. And the moment was gone. But yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely a heartwarming heartwarming moment. I'm already tearing up, um, just even thinking about it. Cause if you watch the final end ceremony for day two of Final Fantasy XIV Digital all around the world. Ay, 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 ay. Um, Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest. Um, check it out on YouTube. Um, as, as Lloyd says, Sokin did announce that he was battling cancer and has been out um, since October. No one knew. Uh, no one on the development team knew, just Yoshi P and the CEO of Square Enix. And he continued working even while in the hospital. Um, one of the members of the development team was like, and I've been sending you my requests all along. 
and you were in the hospital? <laughs> like, what the heck? And of course, everyone is overwhelmed with emotion. Myself, Sarah, I'm sure you cried too. Mm-hmm. Um, Lloyd cried and he's not a big crybaby whatsoever. And also just seeing Yoshi P crying there the whole entire time. Oh my gosh, I'm choking up. Um, It's very, very, very heartwarming. And also, you know, lots of lots of love to Sokin. So hashtag welcome back Sokin. And for the record, I don't cry on stream or in front of people. I cry all the time because I'm an emotional <laughs> little bitch. Don't so, lie. <laughs> no, I do. Like, there will be a song that plays and my eyes just start watering. I'm like, this is, why are emotions happening? Like, I'm a dude trying to fight them off. And I'm like, okay, I'll just have it happen. Just to wash over sobs for the next couple of minutes. And then I'm fine. That's the healthy way to do it. Well, yeah, most men should, and most men don't. Like, I bet, ask your husband if he does. What, cry? Christine, yeah, when you're not around. I've (laughs) never, oh, okay, wait, 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 I lied. I know what he cries about, (laughs) and and I would not say it out loud because he would get at me. Um, it's about an anime. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, but hashtag normalize men crying though. Um, yes. Oh my gosh, please. 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 I mean, uh, the idea that men are less emotional is a lie. <laughs> it's not true. Uh, please, please normalize men crying. Please. It is literally killing people. So yes, please hashtag normalize men crying. Yes. Just don't ugly cry like Yoshi. No. <laughs> you can stop it let your feelings out if you need some practice yeah watch the thing about soak and it'll, it'll help you out yeah Pelly's right i've only legit seen him cry twice like full-on cry um i've seen his eyes water over little things but not fully cry and that was just twice it killed me um but yeah anyway uh, again, top 500 moment, though. Yes. <laughs> Freaking Omega. <laughs> he says, no, we have to bottle up until it becomes an ulcer. <laughs> no! I mean, I've done healthy. that before, too, and it just... Yeah. When Pepsi touches that ulcer, it hurts. <laughs> okay, Lloyd. <laughs> Not healthy. But yes, so this top 500 moments, we don't exact, we don't have it like a super clear, you know, path, but this is kind of an idea we're going to run with. Um, and uh, yeah, look forward to as we keep adding moments to the podcast and uh, collect 500 of them. Exactly. If you want to share a top 500, does it have to be within us or it can be in the chat too, Lloyd? It can be anywhere. Like I, I want everybody to start highlighting things like tweet us, fucking send carrier pigeons some smoke signals like anything to be honest <laughs> i love that uh, a p.o box i don't want to get a bunch of dildos in the p.o box though because that, that's PO exactly box. what you'll get if you open a p.o box i forgot i have a p.o box um i need to check that out one day <laughs> <laughs> just go <laughs> Are you still paying for it? Because if you're not... Yeah. I paid for a year. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I have it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, hashtag top 500 moment. Again, it's not just within us in the podcast with myself, Sarah, or Lloyd. Go ahead and tweet us out 
Um, we'll make it like a website post too, maybe where you can respond and do a top 500 moment or hashtag it out again, Twitter, Facebook, wherever. We'll find it somehow and tag us. Tag us as well. Tag. Omega, I do not want to look up what you're looking up right now. Um, anyway. Wait, what's wrong with that? Ba- Bad Dragon doesn't even sound like a dildo company. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I'm That's leave- bigger than my head. No. <laughs> I'm going to leave them to that hole. Um, <laughs> Let's move on, Sarah, to the monthly news. <laughs> yeah. Let us. Please. Oh no, the first topic is about... Damn it, no! <laughs> we just can't get away from it. So the first monthly news on our list right here is Steam rejects VR sex experience holodecks. Thanks, Lloyd. You well, this. I mean, I made Nate cover it. I have to make you guys cover <laughs> it. So, we have these developers uh, trying to make a... VR sex experience, obviously. It's obviously. a it's a nude nude um figure. I'll just say nude figure. Dancing around and that's it. Not no like actual sex going on, but it's just nudity. And they, of course they Steam Valve rejected it. So then they started to try to do like, you know, a storyline to it. Cause you know how there are mature stuff on Steam. Yes. Yes, like visual novels, etc. <coughs> Honey pop. <laughs> but it's very storyline driven. So they try to do that as well. And they still rejected it. Why? Anyone know why? Uh, Steam, from reading the article, I don't think Steam actually gave like a real answer. They just gave a vague answer of some kind. So... How are other things available on Steam, but this one isn't? It is bizarre. Uh, there's because there, there's a game. Oh, I need to look it up because I don't remember it. I've been told. I've been the, the joke in our household is it's pornographic Mass Effect. Um, that's coming out in Steam. They have like a beta testing for it, and it's from what I've heard, pretty. There's there's sex in it. It's graphic. I mean, Cyberpunk twenty. Um, why was it 2047? I forgot the name of it. Anyway, Cyberpunk. 2077. 2077. <laughs> I'm off by 30 years. And to be honest, like the sex scenes in that aren't like you just see boobs. There are some like dick and vagina shots, but like nothing gratuitous. <laughs> like you don't actually see the humping. Mm, I, I guess. But yeah, I, I didn't like this other game I'm talking about. All I know was uh, my brother and my wife had been talking a lot about it. And then Callie's tried the band and she went, that's a lot. I went, do you want to show me? She went, no. <laughs> so I don't know what happens. Um, but that's what's kind of interesting about this is I'm not sure why this one would get, you know, subverse. The that's what it's called. other subverse. thing that it could be is Holodex uses porn actresses as their models mm-hmm. so they're doing live scans of those people so steam might actually have a hard stance of you actually using porn actresses or actors in your game did they get permission so. from these actresses well yes yes oh, like sure. their live scan like you can't what? just like this yeah. is going to be a porn <laughs> shoot where we're gonna fucking like just scan your entire body while you're fucking, and then we're gonna use your likeness without paying you. Like, how does that sound? 
awful. That's why I'm scared. But yeah, maybe, maybe because it's like got the connotation with porn actresses, they they want to avoid that. Yeah, because a lot of the other porn games on Steam don't right. actually have like real life people being and like in 2077 in particular, like a lot of that shit is mocapped, but the skin isn't the same as the person who did the mocapping. Because mm. that would be kind of creepy in house, like if you mocapped a sex scene and they're like, Okay, now strip, we gotta take pictures of you. I think I'd quit my job be honest because no one needs to see that from me but yeah uh let's not let's not be weird with beyond two souls about this with uh elliot page (laughs) true for those who don't know uh when elliot page uh did the role in beyond two souls um they they rendered their there's a shower scene but you don't see much in the shower scene. But I guess if you crack the game, they they rendered their whole body. It's very creepy. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Uh, all right. So, well, I guess we'll find out. Are they trying again? Uh, Hollow decks trying to get back in there? Or probably. Not. Um, I don't think so because when I wrote out the write on it, it said they are aren't going to try to sell their. Future of adult entertainment on Steam anymore. So, go to Pornhub. Oh, oh I, I lied. They have it out. It's on Itch Itchco. What is it called? Oh, Itchio. Itchio. Thank you. So oh, okay. Itch-co. Oh, so so oh. Epic has it right now. Yeah. So it's available for for sale there. <laughs> go have your VR beat off. I don't. I don't see the appeal of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amazon's, well, this is a rumor, Amazon's New World, the new MMO that's coming out, uh, Cash Shop Alpha Testing Leaked, talks about boosts for trade skills, cosmetics, and more. I think they updated and said it's only for full cosmetics and they're not really doing boosts. Is is that what I'm aware of? Sort of. Sort of. Like, it's kind of wordy and kind of corporate wordy where it's like, we're not going to sell boosts when it first comes out. So that implies that they're going to be selling boosts in the future. So like, could it be a month out? Could it be three months out? Could it be a year? Could they wait until the next DLC? Like who knows, but like having boosts, like just talking about boosts already in your game is a bad sign. In my eyes, like really bad. Go ahead, Sarah. Sorry, when they say boosts, do they mean like? So I guess I'm just trying to make sure I understand because I think of FF14 has those level skips. Exactly. Is that yeah? Is that that similar to that? Oh, okay. So then, what's wrong? Yeah, I guess it's Uh, too early. That and like I've always railed against boosts on any MMO because it kind of like defeats the purpose of an mmo but there's boosts in almost mmo every mmo right now right well, yeah because people so. keep on buying stupid shit and ruining games so how else do you make money you sell cosmetics because people will buy stupid shit like look at 14 with that fucking lunar whale <laughs> that costs 40 goddamn dollars like 35 it's on yeah. sale <laughs> oh, good for you <laughs> Oh, it is ridiculous though. Um, well, I guess like I I don't know. I guess I guess I just don't know what kind. I think it depends on what they mean by boost. Because like 
I don't play a lot of MMOs. I only really know 14 and their boost, like I said, is, is, um, a, a level skip. Mm-hmm. And if, in all honesty, um, you're you're kind of shit out of luck if you decide to do that right from the get go because whew, have fun trying to learn seventy levels of a class. Um, well, that's the entire problem <laughs> of boosts like that is you're sending new players into the end game without knowing a goddamn thing about their class, pissing everybody off that they play with. It's honestly annoying, but. It also just drives more people, newer players or people who don't play MMOs to actually play the fucking game, which is stupid in my mind. If they want to play it, like, just make a good game. Don't make it so, like, the grinding is shitty, so you have to, like, buy a boost to play with your friends in, like, a week or so. Like, it's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I guess boosts, um, I think, unfortunately, as MMOs get longer and longer, I'm not sure if we're ever going to get away from boosts um, just because, I mean, for me personally, the only reason I've ever bought a boost was not when I first started. It was just because I wanted to keep going. I wanted to try out a class um, and not start from level one necessarily for certain of them. Um, But, you know, I think every, I think, you know, everyone's a little bit different on it, but I think, I think I could understand from a point of view of in the beginning, having boosts ready from a, a start of an MMO being launched is kind of strange um especially since like you are just kind of putting a game out and automatically having a skip content thing that you sell i do think as a game is on for longer and longer periods of time like some of these mmos we're talking about i think it's a little inevitable we're going to be seeing either story or job skips or whatever they have you but um i don't know it's I don't know. I guess I, they're saying here uh, there will be no boosts of any type for sale. But again, I, I would be curious. I mean, I could see them in the beginning, but I don't know what they're going to do. We'll see if this even takes off. I don't really know much about this MMO, to be fair. Uh, Strife says Amazon has no idea what they're doing in this industry. If the game just came out, people boost its pay to win, especially in the beginning. This also hides their content while leveling. Because they know it's shitty. Amazon doesn't understand the business model. They are copying it with no context. Um, Omega Welch also says it depends on how they do them. In uh, Fantasy Star Online 2, there's boosts that they sell, but they also give them out like candy. Um, mm-hmm. Wolfie says casual is the money-making, sadly. <laughs> um, so, See, and one caveat to this, too, is like you're just paying for a box price. For this MMO, you're not paying for a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. So I can see them going the route of ESO, where ESO has a box price and an optional sub, where you do get like EXP bonuses, you get like skill bonuses and shit like that. But I would rather see New World then be marketed as a 40 to $20 game and then you push your boost and shit through your cash shop that way that way like it doesn't like it seems like a free to play game instead of like a pay to win game if that makes any sense it makes sense do you know what amazon's new world mmo is all about has anyone played it i know it's an alpha right now but have we have anything any context whatsoever how this game plays I have watched uh, beta gameplay on a Discord stream, and I'm not going to say whose, but uh, it's kind of like a 
I want to say almost 14 1.0-ish with like how the weapon system works. But it's not like structurally shitty like 1.0 was. Um, The trade skills I would put like as like vanilla WoW kind of trade skills. So the game looks kind of appealing in like the older school MMO era, but like it focuses on like you go kill shit or you go farm shit and you make new shit to kill other shit, basically. That's just the cycle it has. And then at end game, you have PvP. And that's about it. We saw some dungeons, which are basically like 14 now, where you have like all these small enemies that look the same. And then you get to the big enemy that looks the same. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, we know what we're doing. You're just scaling shit up. Like, so I don't see the focus of the game being like end game or PvP. It seems like it's focused on the leveling aspect. So, like, the, for them to put boosts in it kind of seems like they're undermining their entire gameplay loop. Got it. I guess we'll find out when this game finally comes out. And I'm sure one of us will be checking it out. Yeah. If not, I have Dark Flux that's already bought it. So he'll be playing it. (laughs) He can bitch at me about it. Here we go. Give us the details. (laughs) Interview. Exclusive interview with Dark Flux about... (laughs) All right. Uh, Next title, Dungeons and Dragons had its best year ever in 2020. Um, They say 2020 was the best year ever because sales went up 33% year over year with more pre-orders for Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So again, supplementary book. I don't know much about D&D. Sarah Lloyd? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not surprised at all um, because uh, while D&D was always kind of meant to be more of a, uh, you know, around a table, um, they've had online kind of setups for tabletop for the last few years. Um, so lots of people, I mean, I was already doing a lot more games like online with people. Um, you know, I have a, I'm in, I'm technically in three games right now. I have Aliens. I have one game that I play every other Thursday that's all online. Um, and then I have one that's t- kind of half online, kind of half not, because everyone in my house plays, but we also have two other people that that play in as well. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm not really surprised to see this. I think I had seen I'd seen that some people were getting more interested in the tabletop since quarantine, uh, because it's a really easy way to try to bring, you know, friends that are over like on a call or something like that. Right. Um, so I'm not surprised at all. Uh, and there also were a lot of new supplementary materials. So t- the Tasha book they're talking about is what we call supplementary material. So that just means it has extra classes. Um, and the biggest thing, if I recall correctly, that that book had was a new way of doing races where it didn't necessarily, because um, in, in traditional D&D, whatever race you pick, there's usually ability modifiers, which um, has always been there, but it has in recent time become more controversial. So they had a new system to do where it wasn't necessarily tied to that. You could pick a race and pick ability modifiers separately. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'll just put it that way uh, that, you know, especially in times of quarantine, this is what people reached out to. Um, my only, um, it's actually funny because I think they mentioned, yeah, they mentioned um, like Ravenloft is a, uh, which is basically like a story. Um, that, you know, 
dungeon masters can read and then like enact with their players. And that was actually what um, a group of us did over the first year of quarantine. We just, we finished up a few months ago. So um, that is, was on there. I just, the only thing I hope is that some people also took the time to look at other um, tabletops out there. I enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons, but there's plenty of other really good systems out there. Some that I even like better. So <laughs> I think also that D&D, because it has become a popular cultural culture kind of thing, yeah. A lot of people are just going into Dungeons and Dragons now. Yep. I think, you know, Critical Role, like, exactly. really made things explode and people interested. And I bet with quarantine, they probably, I think, I think, I don't follow Critical Role, so don't quote me on this. But I think they, like, started a new season not too long ago into quarantine. So I imagine people were, were curious, got into it, wanted to know what this was all about, and boom. So, yeah, it's... I've already, I've talked about this before, but it is personally very strange, very cool, but still really strange <laughs> to see how popular it's gotten because I didn't quite play D&D back in the 1980s, you know, um, it's of the spawn of Satan, but I did play kind of at the tail end of that where like you still didn't talk about it, like we didn't tell anybody that we were doing it for years um, so it's it's interesting. I like it. I'm glad it's like that, but it is interesting. Definitely. Is that back when we were drinking the pig's blood before the sessions and show? <laughs> Man, you guys had it hard back in the day. Yeah, we had cloaks and everything. We went into like we summoned Cthulhu. We summoned yeah. Cthulhu. That was always weird. Had to be careful not to end the world with that one. Uh, all right, Call of Duty. <laughs> something completely different it's like they call it the jocks of gaming (laughs) (laughs) call of duty league will resume in-person events on june 17th kind of like with most i feel like there's starting to be announcements with in-person events um so it's just kind of interesting the call of duty says they will start between june 17th and june 20th in arlington texas i just found out that wwe will be starting there tour too in person um in texas as well <laughs> what's going on in texas Wonder- carletta <laughs> yeah why is joe rogan moving there why is tom segura there like um what else why texas because <laughs> you guys don't mess with texas right no? okay i'll get out of here um but yeah uh, a lot is going on uh it looks like call- again call of duty Call of Duty League esports are opening their in-person event in Texas. Um, would you guys be willing to go to an in-person event this soon? Starting uh, this, no. like, next week. Or not next week. Next no. month, June. I probably won't be comfortable until the end of the year, to be perfectly honest. I and just, I just don't trust people. Because, like, you can just lie. I, like... I personally haven't even gotten my vaccine and I still haven't left the house without a mask. So, and it's just because I haven't had the time to actually go and schedule it. So, yeah. And I don't know how hard it was for you to get it. It was tough uh, for us in Michigan for a while to be able to get it. I luckily can't, did get it, but that's because I'm a healthcare worker. So, and even that took forever. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I just called up my albertsons and they're like we have it and they were kind of giving it away because no one would show up for their appointment or they just didn't know it was there so it was just literally walk in same day appointment and walk out that's how callie got hers was she had a um she was just at a doctor's appointment and they said hey one of our people that was signed up to get a vaccine didn't come today we have an extra one do you want it so that's how she got it um mine was a whole 
Hubble, <laughs> it was a mess, but I got it. So yeah, I'm. I just because I am kind of immune compromised. I just kind of want shit to die down before like I schedule it out. Yeah. Like that's my biggest worry. Is like I don't want to go catch it while getting the vaccine. Like, yeah. and I'm hyper. Like I don't need that shit. <laughs> no, you got to be hyper vigilant. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if I go that soon. We're hoping to do some things in July, but all of us in the household and all of my and my parents and my in-laws have all finally gotten vaccinated. So it's a little different in my in my situation where um, we're relatively in a safer spot than we were a few months ago. So <laughs> we'll see. It's hope that things will definitely be normalized um, mm-hmm. in the States soon. It's not, unfortunately, it's not the same in other countries. Like, for example, India, they're still rampant with uh, COVID. So hearts out to them. Well wishes Mm -hmm. to them as well. Um, Carlotta says, I have my vaccine and I'm still inside. I had firemen come to my place. Ooh la la. Carlotta got some firemen to come to your place. (laughs) Like, you went ooh la la and I went, are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, she's perfectly fine. <laughs> All right, she's laughing. Okay. She was more than perfectly fine. My grandma, uh, rest her, rest her soul. She she's passed away years ago, but my my grandma had Alzheimer's, and so she had one of those things where like she could press the button and someone would come in if if it was an emergency kind of thing. And I think there was a couple times she pressed it just to see who, just to see the guy that would show up. And they were always very, you know, nonchalant. Are they even tested anytime? Like, don't, don't fall for my grandma. <laughs> I love your grandma. <laughs> uh, oh, Grandma Pat, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, Wolfie says, I believe they announced Final Fantasy VII concert. California is in October. Wow, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, Pelly says, tell that to the mass amounts of people who were on Fremont Street last weekend. So, yes, uh, we went to Fremont Street last weekend, and there are signs that says, if you are fully vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask. And it was packed, so packed in Fremont Street, like, it was normal, there's no COVID, and I was like, what is going on here? So, um, June 1st is actually our 100% capacity and no restrictions. So, June 1st is coming around around the corner for us. Yeah, we were, ours was based on how many, how how much percent of the population gets vaccinated. Unfortunately, I think the CDC is going to start making people antsy in Michigan because a lot of people in Michigan are just dumb. But whatever. (laughs) So, we'll see. Speaking of dumb people, what's going on with the gas shortage? I didn't believe it until I started seeing the memes of putting gas yeah. in laundry baskets and A plastic lot bags. of those were videos from years back, just okay. stupid people yeah. put. I did. And I hate when the media does that Thank shit. You. I was like, is this for real? <laughs> yeah, I think there might have been like one or two cases, but yeah, some of the more famous pictures, I heard that too. Some of the more famous pr- pictures were like, they were not recent. They were from some time ago. 
Um, Because, yeah, that whole weird thing with the game, like, everybody, I feel like, you know, both sides went really ham on it because, like, I, if there was an increase in price, I didn't see it. Although I guess it's more in the South that we're, I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't have been affected by it because I think you have oil refineries out of uh, North Dakota that fuel Michigan. So basically it was just the entire East Coast all the way down to Oklahoma, I believe. Oklahoma or Louisiana that were entirely fucked because the hack brought down the entire pipeline. And I think it was a Russian hacking group that did it. That's what everyone's saying. I haven't really researched on it. I don't know. I just saw a couple of bad takes on it that made me really mad on Facebook, so I didn't talk about it. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't all the way to Texas, so... Okay, good. Well, and Texas has its own oil refinery yeah, system and energy system. Um, but, like, the shortage was caused because we reported on it. Yeah. That's the... Like, if they just kept it quiet... It wouldn't have never happened and they would have been like just brought the shit back online. It's kind of why I wish some companies would try not to create this fucking scare to make money because basically what they did was they scared people, rose the prices and gouged a bunch of people out of gas. And it's just sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, Carlotta confirming that they have their own electricity grid and look what how that went in February, yeah, during yep. that horrible that. frozen zone there in Texas. Yep, but you got to blame those fucking windmills, right? That's only 10% of your power grid, but yeah, it's the windmills that brought that down, right, Tucker Carlson? You piece of shit. Sorry. <laughs> There's the Lloyd that we know. There's the Lloyd. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, but there he is. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sonic! <laughs> movie plot has been leaked online um oh you've boy. watched sonic right oh yes oh yes i did all right so anyone who's hasn't watched it oh well you don't care um, <laughs> oh well me james i haven't watched it, it. <laughs> james marsden's in it that's all you need to know <laughs> jim carrey too it's true that's true all right so it says here sonic the hedgehog 2 will go like this After settling in Green Hills, Sonic is ready for more freedom, and Tom and Maddie agree to leave him home while they go on vacation. But no sooner are they gone when Dr. Robotnik comes back, this time with a new partner, Knuckles, in search for an emerald that has the power to build both and destroy civilizations. Sonic teams up with his own psychic, of course, Tails, and together they embark on a journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. Does this sound so familiar already? <laughs> yeah, how come there's only one of them? That's my question. <laughs> Aren't there supposed to be several? <laughs> I mean, you gotta get seven movies out of it. It's gonna I be guess a seven so, yeah. quill, or <laughs> however you say. Is it sex quill? What? what? <laughs> no, what what is the oh, weird oh, name the number. for seven? Okay. Yeah. I was oh, like except se- something that sex you're thinking of six. <laughs> yeah, me okay. and Sarah were like, what? What? <laughs> What's the weird name for seven? <laughs> Sep. Sep quill. It's a sep quill, okay. Sep quill, yeah. <laughs> I guess <Sorry>. so. <laughs> yeah, se- sex sex quill will be six. Or septuple. 
It's true. Sorry. That's something. That's all I know. <laughs> That's all I know. Anyway, uh, I love the fact that, uh, you know, Tom and Mandy get believe Sonic home. That seems like a bad idea after everything that happened. It's a cartoon, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly what Omega Wiltaw says is the plot of Sonic, Sonic 3, sort of-ish. That's why I said it sounds familiar. Um, it's not a surprise if you'd watched the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That, of course, we saw Tails, you saw some yep. Knuckles references, so it's not a surprise that these two are going to come to the sequel. Um, so, yeah. I kind of hope they animate Tails and Knuckles like they did Sonic the first time. Like, all fucking weird and <laughs> Loved, oh, oh, that would be it. so hilarious if they meme themselves and say, hey, this is what's coming out. And they're like, oh gotcha. Oh, my God. We heard you the first time. We're going to do this again. <laughs> make my day. Right. <laughs> um, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is set to release on March 16th, 2022. Still some time. Oh, wait, I forgot. We're on 2021. We're not in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the time went by so quickly. I just can't believe it. 2022 yeah, was next year. Um, Tally's right. We did see an old plushie of Sonic at an Asian market. Oh. They, You know how they announced Sonic the very first time and it was that weird Sonic? Yeah. We saw that, that Sonic plush at an Asian market being sold and I'm like, we should have bought it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even know they made one. Yes. Oh, that Sonic back. was weird looking. <laughs> should definitely go check that out and see if it's still there. Oh my gosh, please. Uh, a lot of... No way someone bought it. <laughs> uh, same time, Doctor Strange will come out. Yes. Yes. So excited for Doctor Strange. Me too. <sighs> uh, wait. Lloyd, you did watch WandaVision. That's right. We talked about it last time. Yes, we already yep, talked about I it. I haven't done Winter Soldier yet. It's been a oh, month. Of course you haven't. It's only what? It's been a month. Yeah, I know. I've been busy. <laughs> asleep and weed and, and editing everything. And I mean everything. <laughs> He's editing his weed. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, it's just a weird sounding podcast at that point. Just bong sounds for two hours. With a lot of exhales. You would probably get some good views if you did YouTube that. If it's just or fucking sound. just YouTube me like a Yule log celebration, but ASMR, it's just me smoking exactly. weed the entire time. ASMR is a market, dude. Yeah, but I don't want to record myself in Utah smoking enough weed to put me away for life. So <laughs> make your avatar have something like just your avatar there with the bong next to it or something, and that's it. I, I bet the federal government would put me in jail just for that. <laughs> Doubt it. I don't think so. I mean, it's like practically legal in most states. Okay, the amount I grew. At home, would have put me in jail for twenty five years. Okay, we're on public ground right now. <laughs> Let's maybe not say that out loud. Anyway, Sonic. Uh, we're talking about Final Fantasy fourteen now. Okay, awesome. Subject change. We're good. Great segue. Great segue. <laughs> Going from federal crimes to fourteen. Um, so, unfortunately, I do not know Berserk, 
I've never really got into it. Um, but the Berserk creator, Kentaro, how do you pronounce his last name? Uh, Miura? Miura. Miura? That's my guess. Thank you. Um, <laughs> passed away recently. Uh, actually, in the beginning of this month, it just kept quiet until announced just yesterday, actually. Yesterday? When I, I said it was a couple days ago. But it was, it was this ago. week. Yeah. And you know how Final Fantasy fourteen players are just crazy and they just use Final Fantasy fourteen as their real life experience etc so they did a cute little tribute in all different worlds um and this one it is what what server is this one in uh but i i think it was uh Bal- balmon is oh, that the gosh. one it's the one that i'm near yeah yeah the rp1 the rp1 always does <laughs> yeah. a weird to trip. be fair our our server did it too it's it's all i think it was a it's lot all. of it because it's all the okay um, yeah ours did it too it wasn't just them um in fact actually uh callie participated in it because um so people who were the dark knight class which is very much so i don't mm-hmm. know that much about berserk but i know enough to know that the relationship um the Dark Knight class was heavily influenced by Berserk. Um, you know, big sword, dark, you know, dealing with a lot of like trauma and stuff like that, kind of dealing with darkness. Um, and so, yeah, people basically um, would stand in their, you know, favorite Dark Knight um, outfit and do the whatever emote it is that has the, you know, the sword down. Um, people were passing out, at least in our server, people were passing out the, uh, um, the fire pit minion and having it in front of them. Yeah, it was, it's usually in Ulda. Um, I, I, it's probably other places too, but Ulda's just the easiest place to do this kind of stuff. And yeah, people were just lining all the way up and down the step area. And people would then like, when they said they were going to leave, they would announce like that their spot was open so that someone else could take it. It was interesting. Um, so I, I don't have a Dark Knight class, but Callie does. So she was, she was part of it for a few hours. Um, just would like leave you know, character and idol and, and do it kind of thing. So, yeah, 14 people are very sentimental, if not a little crazy. <laughs> well, you have to take in consideration Berserk kind of birthed into existence a lot of the things mm-hmm. we, oh yeah, like, love playing about video games, like Cloud Strife, mm-hmm. entirely based off of Berserk. Uh, Dark Souls, based off of Berserk. Like, right. All of these big franchises that are like, here's a dude overcoming something really like hard with a huge ass sword, all berserk. That's yep. it. So like, it's a heavy like uh, DM Bill. Like, berserk's his favorite anime series, and like he was talking about it in one of my other discords for a little while. Like, so he's heartbroken over it, but and he. And he hopes that no one's going to take up the reins and finish off Berserk for him. Like, just leave it alone. Like, let the series be. Like, let this one die with the creator kind of thing. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. I hate to say it just because of the death. I'm going to watch Berserk just to check it out. <laughs> I mean, that's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. You know? And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's that... It kind of speaks to the impact of, of this author, um, or mangaka, I should say. Um, I never got into it. The, there's parts of the story that are a little bit, I think, hard for me to really get into. It's mostly just the start of it. Um, but I know it's very influential and very popular. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that is a lot. I think a lot of people like that, that it's kind of getting more noticed as a result. So Exactly. Okay. 
we've been <laughs> we've been adding content while this podcast episode has been going on and this just suddenly popped up because it's news to today apparently um twitch which we are on right now announces new pools and beaches category after hot tub outrage that's probably why you guys were talking about it before this episode uh, <laughs> uh no i didn't even what no that was unrelated uh oh dear (laughs) so there really is a brand new category right now today pools hot tubs and beaches currently right now as of this moment fifty-four thousand viewers fourteen thousand followers just for this category alone oh my oh my (laughs) i'm sorry i just scrolled down and you know I mean, it's not it's not just real life people. Yes, chicks. Oh, there's older women there too. How cute! Um, cute. And there's VTubers. Yeah. And how do you swim with your VTuber model? Like, isn't that like putting a toaster in a bathtub? Like, I think you make a model that has a swimsuit on. Oh, I thought you just swam with your computer. No, in the picture. I mean, you should probably do- no. <laughs> Did you say swim with your computer? Yes. <laughs> and look, there's a there's a guy with a, a beard and bald, and yeah, he's in a hot tub too. So Lloyd, you can definitely do this for us at RNGNT. There's a market for you. There's a market. For you. <laughs> Are you gonna start selling me? Like one of those <laughs> French hookers. <No. laughs> I like our said, hot tub and pie. <laughs> I mean, why not? Um, why was this announced? Uh, I guess maybe why does it say this? Um, again, this topic was just recently put into our thing right now. Um, it says in a blog post, Twitch went over some of the criticisms hot tub streamers have been facing, such as their content being too sexual for the site, or that they're using Twitch as a way to promote more adult-themed content on other platforms. Um, first and foremost, no one deserves to be harassed for the, for the content that they choose to stream, how they look, or who they are. And we will take action against anyone who perpetuates this kind of toxicity on our server. Second, while we have guidelines about sexually suggestive content, being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules and Twitch will not take enforcement action against women or anyone on our service for their perceived attractiveness. I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) So they made this, but they took Amarath's uh, fucking ad revenue. Like a couple days ago. I did hear about that. Um, it says What fi- the fuck, Twitch? It says they finally addressed Amareth having advertised suspended on her channel, resulting in a loss of nearly five hundred thousand a year. On Twitch, brands get to decide where and when their ads appear. Today they can target or avoid specific categories of content and flag channels that don't meet their standards. This means that Twitch, in rare cases, will suspend advertising on a channel at the advertiser's request. We recently suspended advertising on some channels that were flagged by the majority of our advertiser base and failed to notify them. 
So that's what they so kind of they failed to <laughs> they failed to notify the people they just screwed a couple hundred thousand dollars out of. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which we're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. They didn't say we're sorry. They just said we failed to notify them. What? Like, I just want that South Park meme where Comcast is rubbing its nipples. It's like your disdain powers us. <laughs> Come on, Twitch. Like, granted, like, it's not content I will seek out myself. I don't have anything against her, but to fucking steal money out of her and not being transparent is fucking ludicrous to me. Like, I don't care what the fuck she was doing. Give her fucking money. Yeah. And then take the privilege away from her. You don't just take the privilege away from her and then steal all that money that she fucking made you and for herself. Like Twitch gets a monumental cut out of the advertisement on that. And here's the shitty thing. They were still running ads on her motherfucking channel. Yeah. I did see that. I don't know if it's intentional or just anatomy thing. Either way, it's still being run on her channel. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what pisses me off because YouTube did the same thing. They took away my AdSense and they kept on running fucking ads on my channel mm-hmm. until I started taking down those videos that were running ads. And it's like, no, fuck you. You're not going to create money off of my back. And Amarath should be the same way. It's like, if you're going to do this shit, I'll take my entire enterprise to fucking OnlyFans or something like that. Like, She's making money for the platform. If she pulls that move, I bet they'd be like, no, no, no. Like, we'll help you out. Like, people need to be a little bit more assertive with Twitch or start fucking lawyering up and suing and fucking getting your money. Fucking sue for the content creators. Yeah, I think it's just so, there's so little safety net, you know, when you're choosing to be a streamer. Because, yeah, you can make a lot of money and you can lose it so quickly. Um, so yeah, I, I hope so just because there's some people who might be in a worse position than she's in as far as monetary wise and can't really stand up to Twitch. Um, yeah, well, it's... she's still getting money. She's still getting paid. I'm just saying she's not getting what she deserves. Well, yeah, no, for sure. Like you said. Um, but yeah, I, I just mean in general, I, I, I can, I can sympathize with certain streamers where it may feel harder to to go up against twitch but i feel like those who are in a position to do so that are in a bigger you know you know bigger way i feel should i guess that's what i'm trying to say so i hope so makes sense yeah Yeah, exactly fucking lawyer up yeah (laughs) fight for what you need i'll be behind you 100 percent. seriously we'll see what happens because it's it's definitely a lot um the contract too i'm probably gonna look look back at our contract too even with a little oh oh yeah (laughs) yep Mm. we should double check some things (laughs) um but it also says with twitch we're working with individual creatives to address their specific situations and restore ads where appropriate so i still hope they do address for the money that was missed as well if they are working with the individual creators, including Amrath. Um, so best of luck. Hopefully it doesn't go too south. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> um, other news, sorry, downer there. Um, 
Thanks, whoever put this on the outline. <laughs> uh, I'm not producing this part. So <laughs> thank you. Was it Pele or was this Kuki or was this Sarah? It was not me. <laughs> not me either. I'm too busy. I, if I type, you would hear it. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> um, another one, a paralyzed man is challenging Neuralink's monkey to a match of mind pong. What a weird sentence. <laughs> In Futurama, because this feels like Futurama. <laughs> it does sound like a Futurama episode. Um, what is going on here? Anyone know? <laughs> I I do not. No, nope, you read it to me, and I I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Great, I feel like I'm in a late April Fool's joke. All right, uh, what's okay? Listen, I can understand. Okay, man with a brain implant allows him to control computers with mental signals. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, is trying to challenge, oh gosh, it's Elon Musk. Okay, uh, <laughs> apparently uh, Elon Musk has some company called Neuralink, which I guess has been attached to a monkey, and they're going to play Pong. Oh, okay. Okay, so it says in April, researchers in Neuralink uh, showed off videos of a monkey named Pager, who can play the classic paddle game using thought sing- si- signals. Um, so this caught, caught wind of this man with a brain implant named Nathan Copeland and wants to challenge him now to a game of Pong. He's quoted saying, as soon as I saw it, the video of the monkey, I said, I wonder if I could beat that monkey, (laughs) which is another very strange sentence. (laughs) What is happening? I'm so confused. Uh, that sounds like a euphemism. For <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, so it says the Pong match could be, could, could be held online and broadcast on Twitch, of course. Um, because Copeland has a profile on Twitch. Ooh, let's see. What is his Twitch? Oh, okay. His Twitch name is interesting. Twitch.tv slash crossbred. Bread 900. Crossbred 900? Like bread as in like eating bread or as in... No, no. Oh, crossbred. Like crossbred jeans. Okay. Interesting. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Huh. I don't know how to feel about the fact that he's going to verse against a monkey. (laughs) I would watch this. (laughs) He's ready for this what he literally calls an interspecies battle. So... like stream that like okay so it's through the mind mind thoughts you have a monkey you have a man but it's through thoughts do they I have think to... their thought I think their their thoughts are controlling so I think you can still have a screen with the game on it but instead of them each having a joystick they're doing it with their minds that makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah or the easier way is just have people play pong and then have the monkey and the man just stare at each other. That's what I was screen. thinking. Yeah. Mm, mm, the greatest con. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk, I want to put it past him. <laughs> yeah, I, no. Asshole put a fucking car into orbit. <laughs> that That's yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, I. that's a very interesting... Very, very interesting article. <laughs> this is All how right. you get Planet of the Apes. Do you want Planet of the Apes? <laughs> I don't know. Tell Elon Musk to stop with his companies. Yeah. 
quit fucking up Bitcoin, Elon. Can you do that? <laughs> That's a very interesting man. I don't know what to say about him. Um, did you guys invest in that? No, I, I, I tried, like way back when, when oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin was two hundred bucks each. I tried mining, and then I just lost so much money, and it became a problem. So I stopped. Yeah, no, I never got into Bitcoin. Yeah, neither did I. All right. Uh, of course, why did we miss this? Why haven't we talked about this? Sony announces oh, yeah. investment and partnership with Discord to bring t- the chat app to PlayStation, which I'm glad because Microsoft <laughs> Discord said no, get the fuck out with Microsoft and instead went with PlayStation. <laughs> That's weird. I would try to be like multi platform. I'd be contacting Nintendo and Microsoft to be like, hey, like, we do this like can we do this on your platform like they think it may be they sony offered a better deal i'm sure unfortunately whoever they wanted to go with wants it to be exclusive that's probably part of their contracts and if i were discord i would just say no but i'm not discord so (laughs) what do i know i mean discord is huge already i mean we use discord um, yes join our discord um everyone else uses discord it's like any gaming community has to have some kind of not even just gaming community any kind of community yeah uh has a has a discord community mm-hmm. or server what about uh team speak why doesn't everybody just use team speak oh i forgot about team or ventrilo what about ventrilo oh. I only know TeamSpeak because in college, this was like pre-Discord in college, um, because I had a bunch of friends that used to play League of Legends religiously, and they used TeamSpeak. (laughs) It was either TS or Ventrilo back in the day. Yep. But now it's just Discord. I mean, what other services do we use? I know there's something that's kind of similar called Gilded, but still kind of like not well known, but everyone knows Mm -hmm. Discord. Right. Well, I mean, Discord just works. It's yeah. one of the few programs that I ever downloaded, and it worked. Like Once Discord had video capabilities, like anything that I used just migrated to, 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 to Discord. I had a couple like of groups that were on Skype originally, and once Discord got off the ground, it was just instant migration. You had a, you had a group in Skype. I had a couple groups in Skype, yeah. I mean, like, not, they weren't fan groups. They were, like, more like work groups. <laughs> not, how do I explain this? I used Was to it, like, a vi- AOL instant messenger for no, you? I used to ha- I used to be part of a visual novel creation group. I'm no longer really part of them, and that migrated to Discord. Um, the podcast that I also do, that migrated to Discord, they used to be on Skype. And the, the other tabletop group I, I work with used to be on Skype is now on Discord. I hope that explains it. <laughs> That's what I mean by groups. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I guess we'll see how that works. Uh, I'm pretty sure PlayStation does want it to be exclusive yep. for Discord, but I don't think they'll let it go for you know us, right? Like, do we have to have... I, I mean, PC, they won't want to go for, for computers. Oh, fuck right? no. Like, they'd lose <laughs> so much money if they were like, yeah. now nah, we're not going to do PC anymore. Suddenly, Sony comes out with their new PC. What? Oh, don't say that. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I spoke it to the ether. I'm so sorry. They just start becoming the new Dell. Like, oh, nah. no, man. 
We got our new Alienware. It's about the oh. same as a fucking computer that costs $3,000 less, but we put a name on it. Yeah. <laughs> they got pretty lights. The f- kind of. They only do RGB, so whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I... I I'm interested in see what they do. Um, it would be better though, like if we did have Discord on PlayStation Network mm-hmm. for voice and whatnot instead of their internal stuff that they have. Um, yeah, that'd be good. While I'm talking, I'm actually having my cat here. <laughs> if you're not on Twitch.tv slash Iron Team, well, I was just gonna ask, what is Tom's opinion on Discord? He don't care. He just want my attention. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> really don't care. Um, but yeah, it will definitely be probably a lot better on PlayStation with the voice and whatnot, especially if you want to play with someone else with cross-server. Hopefully there's more cross-server stuff. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, I hope so. that they Yeah, so someone could be on their PlayStation while someone's on their PC and they can actually just chat. <laughs> That'd be really cool. So that's the only thing. Come on, PlayStation. Cross-platforms. Cross stuff. Yeah. that is kind of an interesting exclusivity thing because like microsoft recently just came out with uh saying that starfield or yeah starfield is going to be the first exclusive out of bethesda what's starfield um it's the new ip that bethesda's making um it kind of looks like uh, Elder Scrolls in space, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. So kind of like a, probably a better version of the one Obsidian came out with the other year. Fuck, what's the name of that one? Hmm. Fucking. Oh, uh, the one what, that they keep talking about, but they have an Outer Worlds. Yeah. Outer, yeah, that I hate that game. It's so bad. <laughs> so hopefully Bethesda's version will be better. Hopefully. Uh, next month would actually be interesting since E3 is still coming out. Of course, virtually. Nothing in person yet. Um, so it will still be the same. Still have the same developer press conferences i want to say so you got the microsoft xbox uh bethesda i think they rolled those two together this year Uh, i believe so yeah and then they got ubisoft ea i don't see sony on there so yeah sony Sony hasn't been there for like three years yeah sony done their own thing and so has nintendo yeah of course sort of like Sony used to have this PlayStation experience. They haven't used it, done it since 2017. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this works. I feel like because of this whole digital thing, they realized we don't need E3. Yeah, for sure. Which is kind of sad. Yeah, I think we talked last year even. It was like, is E3 just going to stop at some point? It just kind of, especially with the big companies. I could see, I mean, if they wanted to keep E3 around for like, some of the little ones that'd be cool but but even then like the archaicness of e3 is like you don't need games media to publish a game anymore like you used to and that's the whole reason why e3 turned into a public event is because like game developers didn't need them anymore right 
so we just went there for like we were just making ea or not ea (laughs) fucking e3 money at that point and we could have just sat at home and got the same experience for the most part except for like getting together like the con experience that you get yeah Yeah, that's the only difference yep i was gonna say it's turning more into a con like san diego comic con that's kind of like a must for gamers for e3 and i kind of hope they keep it that way just to have something annually that everyone can actually go to something big for the gamers that every gamer knows hey this is the best gamer con convention that we have to go to it's the must kind of like with san diego comic-con or new york comic-con or dragon world make e3 the gamer con yeah i'm kind of surprised it's not already that way but that's probably the only way they're going to be able to save it e3 don't take my idea <laughs> we want 10%. <laughs> and we want to be official announcers. Let Lloyd announce it. <laughs> it's this fucking game by this fucking company. <laughs> red eyes cool. and everything. <laughs> don't get red eyes. I'm an undercover stoner. <laughs> I love how you have your smile with your eyes being like. but when i smile i was gonna say something really racist my eyes get olive okay shaped does it have to do with asians yes Yes, that's exactly what i had to do with like my mom calls me that when i smile and it's like god damn it quit saying don't say that my gosh it's like when i was little my mother thought this was horrible but i've always been small always have been and people used to ask my mother if she bound my feet no way mm-hmm. she was fuck? yeah it was a bunch of you know white suburban women so you can imagine um but yeah they they asked my mom that and she was just like what <laughs> she was extremely offended for obvious reasons yeah 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 <laughs> wow <laughs> yep Oh, did she? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just always been very tiny. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so we'll step away from that for just a little bit. Let's step away from the Asian racism. (laughs) Hashtag stop Asian hate, too. Thank you. Please. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Beginning with microaggressions. Um, we also had the topic for Final Fantasy fourteen memories, or not just Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy eleven as well, because Final Fantasy fourteen fan fest, as we talked about earlier in this podcast about Sokin and Endwalker trailer just came out, all the announcements of the release date. It is also Final Fantasy eleven's nineteenth anniversary in Japan. Why is this game Ooh. still going? Now it's gonna feel super old. Because that's so good. Like I, I don't know why I've been getting into eleven so much, but it's just like fuck. It's so good. Lloyd, you were just like a kid when you started playing eleven. Yeah, I. When did it come out? Two thousand two. Two thousand two in Japan. Two thousand two. So two thousand four. Two thousand three. Yeah. So, like, my brother bought it, and I made an account, or I made a character on his account called Elvin Greaves that I got to, like, level 17. And I think I was, like, 10 or 9 or 10 at the time. And then I started playing on my own at 11. Oh, my God. You're such a baby. (laughs) (laughs) 
such a baby. I started playing, I think, the uh, tail end of my senior year in high school. Oh, wow. I want to say so. You graduated in 2022. No. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that's a joke about. I don't know. Um, <laughs> fuck, did you graduate in like 2004? Mm-hmm. I did. Fuck. Yeah, you're just a year older than my brother because I think he graduated in 2005. Yeah, okay. You guys know my age now, yada yada. We get it. <laughs> Let's move along, folks. <laughs> well, I'm just like, I, I wonder why. why I keep on hanging out with people my brother's age, and now I know why. <laughs> Blame anyway, your brother. <laughs> the 11 is very old. <laughs> um, but yeah, I there's the return home to Vanadil campaign going out right now. I think it was, I think it's ending soon, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, it ends the 24th, I believe. Yeah. Ooh. I'm surprised Callie hasn't got online for it. Ooh. I guess she's Does she it know? I think she she doesn't. I'd be very weirded out by that. Tell her. Tell her. I will. So I'm there's surprised. yeah, there's that. And then of course the Big Bang Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker releases November 23rd, 2021. Oh, All of the game will be digital sold. There won't be physical copies of this game. However, they did sell a physical collectible box, of course. They did. We have it. <laughs> We're going to get it. <laughs> I saw. Oh, wow. You actually got it? Yeah. There's a uh, lot Callie of people did. in NA yeah. were pissed off about Oh, it. I know. So, unfortunately, I missed a lot of the beginning stuff the first day. I had another... I got to see the opening... Um, the opening thing and then unfortunately i had to go actually my other podcast just t- terrible timing and i had to get up early it, terrible timing it was really hard for me to, to to watch the whole thing and so i had to listen to a lot of it so yeah i read afterwards i didn't even know there was a collector's box but i read afterwards um for people online about how they wanted it and didn't get it because of the misinformation and yeah i it was like oh yeah i, I managed to get that i was like what <laughs> she casually just said it <laughs> Yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, no, I managed to get that. I got to check, though, if I still need to buy the game. I was like, you still would need to buy the game? And sure enough, she still needs to buy the game. What What the fuck is that shit? Yeah, it's super bullshit. It was $140 and did not include the game. Yeah. I would be stabbing people. Like, what? I know. I was like, why? What? Anyway, so we have a lot of new artwork to put up is all I know. That's the only reason why I would want that box is that damn artwork and yeah. the little plush of the nude beast tribe. That's the only two reasons why I would want it. I don't care for Paladin. I actually have Ardbert on my cart right now and I'm debating Aww. if I want that because, of course, I have a warrior heart uh, since that was my first job on Fantasy fourteen. I'm still... Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah... You're lucky. Not to include the game. Well, and I saw people getting pissed off about the fucking art book not being an art book and just posters. And Mm -hmm. it's like, come the fuck on, people. Really? Like, why are you angry about stupid shit? Like, be angry about the price that you're paying for the plastic (laughs) you're buying. How about that one? Have a legitimate... Yeah. (laughs) You okay there? Set for a game he doesn't like very much. Well, no, I'm just don't kidding. get me wrong. I like 14 
for what it is. It's a good game that I can watch other people play. I just, it drives me nuts to play. Like, That's fair. I really only play it because we all play it. I, I enjoy the aesthetic. I, I love dressing up. I love making a house. I like that kind of stuff. And the gameplay I have gotten used to and is fun enough. Um, but really it is just kind of like I enjoy doing it with other people. Um, because yeah, I've it is weird. I am starting to like get over a little of my agit on anxiety of playing with people I don't know. I hate it, but I'm getting used to it. <laughs> I just tried being a tank uh a, a couple uh, like a week ago and it was the most terrifying exit thing i've ever done <laughs> it was awful i don't want to be tank i've only the problem is <laughs> my mains are all ranged so i did i am i do oh. have white mane so i get that <laughs> my 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 original mane was black mage and then my secondary mane is dancer so i'm not used to going up in personal i'm very scared about it you're like, I don't want to touch you. <laughs> Wait, dancers are ranged? Yeah. It's like Bard. It's the same, it's the same kind of class. What? You, you throw things. You throw little what? <laughs> the fuck? Like, I blocked that out of my I'm happy well, no I'm, one I see plays dancer because I would be bitching about that constantly. I play dancer. Mostly I play dancer because it's super easy. I play dan I have it leveled up at this point in case I do a really new hard dungeon because it's the easiest class. So I use it to like learn a dungeon. Um, and then I'll do on Black Mage because Black Mage is hard as hell. And I wish somebody had told me before I started this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play Black Mage because I think spellcasting is cool. I know. How come nobody told me that this It's this an interesting rotation for Black Mage, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll say interesting. I tried to do it the other day after like probably a couple of months of not doing it. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, no. The Anakia dropped. Damn it. Ah. Uh. <sighs> is such a harsh class. I main dancer in 11 when I like when it came out. Mm. And it's a dagger class. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's what that's what um ninja is now. It's a dagger class. See, this is what makes me hate 14. <laughs> well, each each class has a unique weapon. That's how they decided to do it. So. Well, yeah, I know. They tried doing the Final Fantasy two route, and they fucked that up, and then Yoshi P came in and kind of fixed it. But it's still kind of like, why is Dancer ranged? Why is Bard ranged? Like, Well, because arrows. And fucking chakrams. And I get it, so. but... <laughs> what the fuck? We need more Final Fantasy fourteen on our streams, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I should probably get on that. I'm just like so like, oh, I guess I'll play fourteen now. <laughs> um, <laughs> not very interesting. Uh, so when I was watching the fan fest, I'm like, it's they were announcing the new job. I'm like, it's a healer, and then someone said to me. There's already a healer coming out. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I forgot they announced Sage. <laughs> they announced two jobs. Yep, they announced Dildo Mage. <laughs> Dildo Mage Sage. And then they announced the other job. Everyone's freaking out about the scythe. Mm hmm. You guys have a job now. Reaper. Yes. It looks pretty cool. Reaper is going to be a DPS job. So if you are a tank, go ahead for it because you are definitely going to be wanted. <laughs> during yeah. the queues yep <laughs> or healer i guess too or healer. uh 
Yeah, it's um I think my favorite joke about uh <laughs> I think actually I made this joke on Twitter. Uh is that I called it the Venom class and I think it was Chile had asked if it should be called Carnage and I was like, "No, uh um <laughs> um Xenos, sorry, I almost confused it with Zemo. <laughs> Xenos uh is the Carnage class and we're the Venom class." <laughs> that is hilarious. You said Vimo or Zemo. As in, <laughs> is it from? Yeah, I know. We're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but Reaper does look cool. I was mm-hmm. kind of like, eh, but I mean, it, I was it's not over a... the top. Mm. It's super over the top. I love the memes coming from it with Yoshi P all dressed up, and then Christopher J- Koji Fox was kind of like right behind. <laughs> Yeah, I want that as a skin. If they release that in the cash shop, I'll fucking buy it and I'll play 14 again. Really? Oh my gosh. I want Koji Fox, yeah. Do it. We need Lloyd playing Final Fantasy 14. Uh, I think a few 11 players were very excited for the scythe uh, job. Except Wolfie. Wolfie says, Dark was tank made me sad that Reaper exists now. Sorry, sorry, Wolfie. Um, I recently read that the best offhand weapon for Ninja in Eleven is a dagger. So there's that. And then Wolfie talking to Pelly. Was it always that one multi-hit dagger? Uh, they're they're talking they're talking shop. I see. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking Eleven stuff. They're Final uh, Fantasy Eleven buddies, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that dagger drops off of a Unity NM. That's kind of hard to do at level ninety nine at one nineteen item level. Um. Oh, Lloyd, talking shop too. Yeah, I was going to say, I played Rogue, because, but that was suggested to me before I'm I... I'm surprised went. you played Rogue, because there's no Rogue in Eleven. Oh, I'm sorry. What's Sorry, not Rogue. Is it Thief? Is that what they called the club? Yes. Okay, Thief. Yes, sorry. Thief. Sorry, it's been a minute. So yeah, I did Thief for for a bit, and then, um, but that was because I wanted to be Summoner, but it was suggested to me to not start your class with a magic class, because you have to buy spells? What the yeah. hell? Anyway, yep. so that was annoying. Wait, you bought spells in every other fucking Final Fantasy <laughs> game. What? Why is this one such a hard one? Like, why? I don't. Well, I mean, just it was just because the expense. I think it was suggested uh, to not start that way, so I okay. did. <laughs> Sorry for jumping down your throat, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you played Final Fantasy one, didn't you? Like, you bought spells no. there. <laughs> I haven't played that many Final Fantasy games. What? No, you I haven't played one? Have you played two? No. Three? No. Four? I started it. <laughs> started four. Have you played five? No. No six? No six. How about seven? No. What the fuck? Eight? Please tell me you played eight. You watched, you <laughs> watched you eight. Watched it. it is the most LGBTQ plus... M- not MMO, uh, fucking Final Fantasy. I, you you have haven't un- played it. You have to understand, I really didn't grow up playing a lot of Final Fantasy games. I watched a whole shit ton, but I didn't really play them much. So I'm going to have to beat guys. up your brother for like <laughs> teaching you wrong. I didn't want to play it after he would play it. Also, I didn't trust myself. This was with 10. I didn't think I was smart enough to understand the level up system because it didn't make any sense to me <laughs> as my 10-year-old. Fucking- me and Robbie Fatstacks are going to have a Logan Paul Mayweather fight in oh, a month geez. or two. 
in any case um but yeah no it's just because trying to because like you're starting at level one and you don't really have a lot of gold right away and you don't really have any other way to attack when you start out white mage or whatever their first class was and so i was suggested i do a melee class so i did thief and then i went into white mage and then i went into summoner so that was fun Ooh, you did the hardest one to unlock i'm proud of you i wanted i've always liked summoning classes <laughs> Summoner's such a pain in the dick to unlock. Like, I pretty much started a whole new character and started leveling again, and I want to unlock Summoner, but it's like, do I really want to go fucking find all those weather again? Like, I just... You know what sucked for me? I didn't even get to see the rainbow because it was raining on the place where I finally got everything. Oh, oh that's Yeah, I didn't get my rainbow. I was really sad. Because, we yeah, I was told, like, yeah, you get to have your own rainbow and people clap for you. And I was like, where's the rainbow? And it's because it was raining. I was very sad. So, yeah, I didn't get my rainbow. You're like the one-off situation, Sarah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was very sad. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, Final Fantasy fourteen will be all, oh. we'll all be there November 23rd, except Lloyd. Lloyd will be watching us. I'm pretty sure. And playing 11, hopefully they announce a new fucking expansion after Hocacious Resurgence is over, so. Oh, look it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, Pelly says, use the goblin footprint and we watch it. Winter's son. Sarah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. It's just a blank spot that you trade random shit to to be able to see cutscenes. Yeah. Oh! Uh... Okay. Kind of like how there's a journal in the inn for, or yes. the room for 14. It's gotcha. the goblin footprint okay. for 11. Gotcha. It's okay. Like, I know what it looks like. I think I did see, so I, I watched a video later, but um, I know what it looks like. I just didn't get to experience it, so sad pandas. So that's okay. I did get most of the, uh, um, a lot of the summons, though. I don't, I didn't get them all, but I got a lot of them. Nice. Nice. How many I got. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't really play. We we stopped. Or we really. We really didn't play through a lot of. Sorry, I'm really hot. <laughs> uh, we didn't play. I didn't like totally, totally finish the eleven story. So we were kind of hopping back and forth, and then I got very confused. So we were playing Did more. Anyone finish the eleven story? Uh, I finished Rhapsodies. I don't think I finished Alt Ergen yet. Alt Ergen. That's the last one, I right? I think that's. Is that which one? No. Ottergan oh, was no, no, the no, no, fourth no. expansion, Seekers of Adeline. So, yeah, Adeline, sorry. Adeline, I didn't finish. Yeah, Adeline's hot garbage, by the way. Like, it's probably the worst story out of all of them. <laughs> I need to look at, I'd have to look at some names and descriptions to remember where I left off. See, the reason my brain doesn't really remember was, because Callie was helping me through play at, like, high level, get to highest level as fast as possible, so what would happen is we'd play through the story and then we would intermittently play the Rhapsodies because it gives you bonuses with leveling up, I think. Yes. And yep. it was very confusing. Because <laughs> I'd be like, wait, there's timey-wimey here, but also timey-wimey here. <laughs> Which timey-wimey are we doing? <laughs> so that was so I can, Yeah, that can be confusing if you were doing Rhapsodies <laughs> and you didn't know the other stories. So that totally makes yeah. sense. <laughs> And it, it, you can't keep doing Rhapsodies until you do the other story. So it's not like I saw too much, but there were a couple of things where I was like, okay, that's not relevant yet. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like Rhapsodies basically just speeds run, speed runs you through like starting 
all of those missions. Right. Except for like Seekers of Adolin, they want you to fucking get to the certain point, which is fucking stupid, <laughs> and it costs impetors to fucking do the quest to get the fame to fucking progress in the fucking it's just stupid i hate that system so much fuck seekers <laughs> so now we know so now but any case uh yeah 14 is <laughs> coming out and the 5.55 is coming out very 25th yes uh which of course, <laughs> that's the day that we're leaving for vacation. And of course, Callie's like, well, I'm waking up early to play it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I have the day off. So like, I'm not, she, she's the only one who's really working. So I'll be doing that at 7 or 8 a.m. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be short. We're just doing the, the MSQ. So yo, what up, Trash Panda? I was just going to acknowledge that. Where the fuck have you been, Skuro? This is going in the podcast. Like we started how long ago? How long have we been? An on? hour and 45 minutes ago. Where the fuck have you been, Skuro? Yeah, haven't seen Skuro in a long, long time. What have you been up to? Um, other than that, with all the Final Fantasy news, yes. Um, we'll be playing 14 and 11 here. Of course, we're loyalists with Final Fantasy, of course. I, I got wrapped into it. <laughs> I was not at the start. Yeah, except for Sarah. <laughs> I think uh, it'll be my one year in like July or something. Because I think that is when I started it. <laughs> um, we also want to give a shout out to Ateo. Ateo! Oh, I should have worn that today. <laughs> It's okay. Send me a picture. Um, Ateo sent me and Sarah an amazing box to celebrate their collaboration with, um, it says the future is bright. It's very holographic. They did a collab, yeah, sorry, I cannot, words. Um, (laughs) they did a collaboration, collaboration with Girls Make Games. Of course, we've been a huge supporter for Girls Make Games too. So it was very amazing to see Ateo and Girls Make Games come together to have a special women's wear collection. So, um, myself and Sarah got, each got a box as well as a tank top. Lloyd, do you want a tank top, by the way? I'm not a tank top kind of guy because I'm too hairy for that. So I'll take some sitters. <laughs> I hope it's supposed to show off the middle, by the way, because it does on me. <laughs> it's I, I fit in it, but it is small. It writes up a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Get the sitters. The sitters are kind of like high up. They're kind of high up. Sorry. Um, they're kind of up, so it won't seem like a crop crop. crop top. I see. I see. That makes sense. Yeah, I got to get those. Yep. Uh, get the sitters. The sitters are awesome for their unisex too, but they also came out with the women wear, uh, collaboration as well. So they have the, the more fitted look for the women and the sitters are also based on women's sizes, but they still have the unisex sizes as well. Um, Lloyd loves the hoodie. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Like it's the <laughs> softest thing I've ever worn. <laughs> Um, we've also sent out last year, well, okay, this year, sorry, Omega. Omega also has the hoodie. It is customized with the RNGT logo on it, or words. So we are very, very proud to be working with Ateo as well. So thank you, Ateo, for our tank tops and collaboration. Sorry, I got excited. (laughs) I bought more from them too, 
Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Kelly. I bought more. I bought another pair of sitters because it was the crystallized one with the crystals on it. I'm like, I need a pair. <gasps> Where is this now? Tayo.com. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. I mean, like, I need to find it. <laughs> also, they have the sweater, too, the hoodie with the crystal letters of Mateo as well. So, yes. uh, go ahead and check that out. Um, they also, I think it was, like, for every purchase, it's, like, $20 going to um, Girls Make Games. So, very, very awesome. And it says here, hey, Christine, and I'm sure Sarah has their own their own mm-hmm. personal card it says we are told to play down our wins let's brag post a victory because of you hashtag the future is bright love rachel and brianne so thank you rachel and brianne for our stuff go check out atea awesome <laughs> so we have to have them on now again <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll post pictures and video of more of the box but uh i'm still waiting for sarah to send me a selfie I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Lloyd, you should wear a selfie of your hoodie, too. I know I already have one, but take a new one with a crop top. Well, I, I don't have a crop top. You just take a t-shirt and cut it in half right down the middle. But I'm I'm a dude. Who's? What? I don't do that. I just don't. <laughs> Dudes wear crop tops. Come on now. Yeah, but... They don't look like me. <laughs> I you... look like a biker. Like, no. <laughs> have you watched The Hangover? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what does that have to do with this? Doesn't that guy wear a crop top? I swear he did. Like Zach Galifianakis? Yes. Yeah, he, he's an, I was going to say an observational uh, <laughs> comedian, but no, he's a improv art, and I'm not that, like. He's okay with showing what he has. Like, I look like hot garbage. <laughs> Be confident. Be confident in yourself. Yes. Confidence! Okay. That was a lot. Sorry. <laughs> I don't got any. <laughs> well, we're going to get it into you. We're going to beat confidence into you. That sounded bad, so I'm sorry. I was going to say, wait, what? We're going to gently, gently give you confidence. <laughs> Sorry, we're going really to not. insert confidence into you. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Only if you want it that way. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Again, stay tuned to our social media. Um, I know we haven't been on a lot lately, but go ahead and follow us on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That's R N G and A N D T T E A. You can follow us on our own personal social media. I am at Cookie Persona. That's K-O-O-K-Y Persona. Sarah, where are you at? And I'm under Sarahscopic, S-A-R-A-H-S-C-O-P-I-C. Awesome. And Lloyd, where are you at? Uh, Lloyd, L-L-O-I-D underscore R-N-G on Twitter. Yes. yes. Be careful with Lloyd, by the way. Um, just warning you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, the last thing I... well. On RNG, I uploaded the dance video with the tail and all that. Like, yes. Okay. That was awesome. Be sure to check that out, too. Make sure you like and favorite that video that Lloyd have of us of just dancing. That's our dancing promo. <laughs> I can't believe we have enough dancing videos to do all of that. 
That was one through uh, sixteen. Oh my gosh, that's so and crazy. the whole stun. Like I planned it the last time when we started. I'm like interrupting the whole thirty seconds of silence. I planned it for that. <laughs> that's I'm a fucking good. master man. <laughs> And you won't be able to see Lloyd's beautiful face in there too, not just this VTuber on that video as well. So check it out. Again, like, favorite, repeat, whatever you want to do with it. Um, again, thank you for staying with us until the last drop. We'll see you until next time. This episode was produced by Christine Solis, Sarah Skopic, and Aaron Pellon. Please support RNGNT by sharing this podcast with your family, friends, and fellow gamers and leaving us a review. Intro music in this episode is by Home and outro music by Stupid Doken. Check out both these artists and their music at SoundCloud.com. RNGNT and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.